Good morning, Wastelanders. This is Streaming Wasteland. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Streaming Wasteland. Streaming Wasteland. Streaming Wasteland. I'm Greg. Hi, Greg. And with me always... And Ringo. With me always is Ringo. Hi, Ringo. Yeah, we should probably talk about this movie. This movie is terrible. Say, say we both recommend this movie. I would say skip this movie. Yeah, don't watch this. Worst plot I've ever seen. This movie had some interesting twists and turns that I, I definitely enjoyed. You know what they say, once you're 18, monsters are your problem. The creature that we're dealing with is called the Dark Mother. Yeah. I just called her Dear Mommy. Do you want to go mm-hmm. ahead and jump back in? All right, we should probably dive into this. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Streaming Wasteland. I'm Greg, and with me always is Ringo. Say hi, Ringo. Hi, Ringo. Today, we're taking on 2023's The Boogeyman on Hulu. It is not The Boogeyman. It has nothing to do with golf. Ringo, what have you been up to besides playing with your mic? It's a nice mic. That's why I've been playing with it. What I've been up to is watching, we finished Peacemaker. It, it ended kind of kind of really well, honestly. It, it, you know, Peacemaker kills his dad and then kind of doesn't really get over it, but saves the world? I don't think that's too much of a spoiler. Is there a season three? That was season one. That, that was season uh, one, I think. I thought there were two seasons so of that. I, I believe that there's going to be another well, the, Oh, apparently it's not going to be released until 2026. So, yeah, Peacemaker, season okay. one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I thought it ended really well. It, it was interesting to go ahead and watch Peacemaker kind of grow a little bit. I mean, he he grew a lot, honestly. But I, he... <laughs> so, the way that the show was pitched to me was peacemaker is apparently making conservatives mad and i didn't look this up all all you need to go ahead and tell me to get me to go ahead and watch it because i'll be like hmm i want to see if there's anything in there that's actually true before i go ahead and look it up and uh there are some things that peacemaker said that i'm i can see some of the conservatives in my family going no 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 they put this in a in a dc show the sounds so how about you man that sounds entertaining the the conservative outrage show. I think that's all of the shows, though. If it's not if it's not branded with Fox News and doesn't star a, a white man, then it's a conservative outrage show at this point, right? It's very annoying, and it's and it's got a spouse. Trump is still president. He's just the hidden president that's underneath the White House with the good army, where Biden's in charge of the bad army, and there are pizza huts with children in them or some shit. <laughs> Wayfair shipments of kids you can buy. Yeah, well, that's that's how Trump gets the you know saves the kids or gets the kids out of. Out oh, of I see. There. It's a it's an underground railroad for traffic children. <laughs> cool. This <laughs> we're not going to make it, are we? <laughs> no, not at all. No, <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> are you ready for Trump to end up in office while he's behind bars? Well, well, then he can pardon himself. So it would be for one day. Right. Uh yeah, yeah, but I mean, hey, you might as well go for the record if you're going to go ahead and be the first president to ever be indicted 47 times in a week. Dude. Fuck it, go ahead and run the run the country. I was from I was reading some of the the comments that he made as he uh, pouts his way through his fraud trial, and <laughs> he, I, I genuinely don't think sometimes people understand what they're on trial for. Like, legitimately, don't understand. He's basically being sued for fraud because they said you overreported what the actual value of a thing is right your properties you overreported their actual value nobody asked you about their estimated value you reported what their actual value was as an estimated value and it was greatly inflated 
that's what's wrong with this. And instead, he's like, they determined that I committed fraud because they say that my hotel's only worth so much, but it could be worth a lot more. And I'm like, that is literally what you're on trial for. It'd be like if I was on trial for murder and they let me, for whatever reason, talk to cameras in the middle of it. And I I would go in there. Oh, they think I'm guilty because I killed a guy, but I could have not killed a guy. And they're like, yeah, but you did (laughs) kill a guy. That's why you're on trial for murder. It's just infuriating. That's what I've been up to is being irritated by the <laughs> by the news. My wife was telling me that she used to have a cat that would go ahead and drink any open alcohol. So beers, wine, specifically wine. So the cat apparently really liked wine. And the, no, it was a dog. It was a dog. And she says that the, the way that you could tell is you'd come back and there would be slime in, <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the cup and wines. Going down the table, and she's like, "I was so gross." Did she, did she ever get a sommelier to try that slime? <laughs> this is the this is the final installment of Christmas in California. Dog wine. <laughs> yeah, I've been watching a lot of random ass YouTube videos. The other day, the other day I watched one about the ten worst airports it was in the U.S. and it was fine. But the guy started uh, the final three with like they are basically all the New York City airports. And he was like, one of the top three biggest airports in New York City. And I'm like, so the other two are also in the top three biggest. There's only three. So if it's the top three, that'd be like if I was like, SeaTac is one of the one biggest airports in the Puget Sound. Audience, you can't see it right now, but I'm shaking my head because I could see someone going ahead and writing something <laughs> like that. San Jose International is one of the one biggest airports in San Jose. <laughs> For a long time, I worked at a mall that was right across the street from a small private, more like a hobbyist airport, you know, one of the ones that does prop planes and stuff like that. And apparently at some point in the either very late 70s or early 80s, a fucking plane actually crashed into that mall when it was coming for a landing. And so for a long time. I was worried that one day a plane was going to crash into that mall again. And I was like, I don't know what the procedure is for, you know, small craft evacuation. We've done fire drills. So I assume it's roughly that. But, you know, I was working at Sears, which depending on what year it is when you listen to this episode, that's been gone for a long time. But I was thinking, I was like, will will Sears pay me? I'm on commission. Do I get hourly if I if we have to evacuate because of a plane crash? I stopped worrying about it when some bad people crashed some planes into someplace yeah. else in America. Then my focus was elsewhere. That was always that was a weird time right after that because people were in the mall worried about like, what if we're next? And I'm like, I don't think they're going to go from World Trade Center to third rate mall in San Jose, California. Not not unless they get a lot of airplanes and they just start running out of targets. <laughs> they're just like, mm, yeah. You know, we don't have... Hey, fuck it, we've still got no 20 government left, buildings. You know? <laughs> Why not? There, there's no government building. Hey, you know you know how Greg works over in that mall over at Sears? He didn't give me that discount <laughs> when I called him up that one time and said, hey, can you give me a discount from 10 years ago from Black Friday? Just that that mall right uh, we there. We never... So honestly, we've almost never got those guys at Sears. I had way more of that shit when I did pizza delivery. So many people bringing out coupons that were about as old as the Constitution, looking all weathered. And they would just be like, is this still valid? And my options were to say no. And then they'd be like, well, I'm not paying for it then. And now I have a fucking pizza that I'm not going to eat. Right. Or my option was to say yes and have to make up the difference myself because the franchise I worked at was super shitty. God. Okay. So you and I both worked at at pizza joints and I remember the drivers dealing with that sort of thing. So annoying. So shitty. That's I think that's probably why they went ahead and started like 
charging you to go ahead and have a, a, a driver deliver. Yeah, I always just hated it. it. Was and you know what? It was almost never young, rational people, and that's one of the reasons I never wanted to argue with most of them. Was some old person who's just doing their best, right? Grandkids are over. They're watching Ninja Turtles. We're gonna have a pizza night, and then they're like, "I have exact change," and I'm like, "Great." You know, and then uh, they're like, and a little something for you. And they hand me a $2 bill and the first draft of the Declaration of Independence, which you flip it over (laughs) and there's a pizza coupon on it. Or I guess it was Domino's. That's where I was working. But, you know, and so I'm sitting there with this artifact and like 13 pennies. And I'm like, cool. (laughs) Every part of this is great. You know, you might have you might have been able to check those to see if they were copper pennies, and you could have sold them. For... Yeah, not, not in let's see, nineteen, nope, two thousand, the year two thousand. Nobody was no, doing. No, no, you just got to go ahead and plan for the future, man. That's why I keep everything. <laughs> I gotta get my everything. Gotta get my bootstraps up. Oh man, what the hell are we talking about? We should probably talk about the Boogeyman. All right, twenty twenty three's the Boogeyman on Hulu, starring Soph- uh, Sophie Thatcher as Sadie Harper, Chris Messina as Doctor Will Harper. Vivian Lyra Blair as Sawyer Harper, Madison Who as Bethany. I really didn't write down any of the other actors or actresses because these are the only four that have a significant part in this movie. Trigger warning for jump scares, intense darkness, parental loss, and violence against children. If these are things that you just don't feel like dealing with today, then skip on this movie, skip on this episode. After losing their mother in a car accident, psychiatrist Will and his daughters Sadie and Sawyer are trying to figure out how to move on. One day, a deranged man comes to Dr. Harper for help, claiming that everyone thinks he killed his kids, but he knows it was a shadow monster. When Will excuses himself to call the police, the man hangs himself. That night, Sawyer starts seeing a monster, and then uh, Sadie comes to realize that something is amiss in the house. How about them reviews? For Paste Magazine, Matthew Jackson writes, Even when you might want more from its plot, and even when it's sticking to quiet character drama over all-out monster assaults, the Boogeyman thrives on the implied thing that's lurking in every corner, which makes it a very effective, intimate creep show. For Observer, not The Observer, just Observer.com, Rex Reed comments, The Boogeyman, a pointless, misguided, and totally incomprehensible waste of time, is yet another horror film that exists for the sole purpose of exploiting the endless desk drawer doodlings of writer Stephen King. On Metacritic, user I'm the Noob gave it a zero, saying, Definitely one of the more uninspired films you'll ever see. The cast tries, but this is such a by-the-numbers horror film that you can't help but feel like you've experienced it many times over. Whereas over on Rotten Tomatoes, user Wit gave it a 9 out of 10, posting, scared the shit out of me. What did you think of this movie, Ringo? So, I have to say that I disagree with with Reed and I'm the noob. I, I think that <clears throat> the movie wasn't pointless, and I don't think that it was uninspired. I mean, I'm the noob does have a point. It does kind of follow beats for the most part. I'm not going to say that it's perfect. But I think that this movie did some stuff that I haven't seen before. We've never seen a monster go ahead and kick out a door, specifically a closet door, which we thought was awesome to go ahead and watch. But ultimately, I think that this movie was trying to hit some points. And I'm not exactly sure how close I am on this, but I did take away from this that it was aiming to go ahead and tell the audience, when it comes to losing a loved one, sometimes you have to learn how to let go, not get rid of the feelings that you have, but let go of maybe something that might be holding you about back when it comes to someone that's died and talk about it, especially when you have loved ones that are around you, because there's no guarantee that your loved ones are going to be there forever, you know, to 
let them know how you feel about them. Because we have these moments where the father and the older daughter, uh, it was Dr. Williams and... Dr. Harper. Uh, I don't remember. What, sorry, Dr. Harper. And Sadie's the older one, Sawyer's the younger one. Sadie's the older one, yeah. Well, they're sitting on the on the Sadie's bed and Dr. Harper goes, you know, do you want to... Th- you, know, you should talk to your therapist about that tomorrow. And she goes, but I was trying to talk to you. And he's like, oh. And he just walks away. <laughs> But I, I don't know. I, I thought this movie was, was decent. I think you and I discussed it being a, a six out of nine or something like that. I, I like the, the monster. I like the the design behind it. I like how they didn't try and go ahead and explain every little detail about it. And they let us kind of picture what the monster is. And every time they show us the monster, it looks a little bit different every time it pops in the light. Yeah. I would also give this movie a perfect six out of nine. But I think... I think you're right. I think this movie does have a strong allegory for the grieving process. I think the entire movie does something unique in the sense that it is a horror movie underpinned with grief. And that is what lends a lot of depth to the actual characters in the movie. I think that the horror element of it is actually, it's nice, it's well done, but I think it's kind of, it misses a little bit because it is very much just a, oh, watch out for spooky dark place. But you, it's unfair to really judge it hardly on that because so many movies are, uh oh, watch out for spooky dark place. So, I mean, even Lion King, right? The elephant graveyard. I mean, never, the light never touches there. You're not supposed to go there. Thankfully, that's where all the elephants go to die. <laughs> or does that imply that somebody moves the elephant bones there? <laughs> I think the elephants are under contract to die over in the elephant graveyard. Like- so if they don't die, then, you know, they break the contract. Sorry, Grandpa Earl. Problem. You know what you got to do. I just don't have it in me. Well, you get your ass to that graveyard or you are in breach, sir. <laughs> I will have do you union die reps now? on you so fucking fast. We can keep you alive forever if you don't make it there. <laughs> no, I choose that. No, get to the graveyard. Oh, wait. Call, call the exorcist. We'll just go ahead and put a round on the back of his head. The horror is a little weak, in my opinion. It mostly relies on jump scares. The only real issue I had with this monster in this movie, besides the weird webbing that it creates, is this thing's afraid of the light. And that lady is talking about, like, oh, fire is the the first thing that man ever used to scare off the dark. And my immediate thought was, so light this bitch on fire. Why are you standing right, there yeah. with a shotgun? Why are you guys fucking around with flashlights and shit like that? They... And I even thought maybe these kids don't know how to make a flamethrower out of an aerosol can. Maybe that's something that maybe that's something our crappy generation used to do because we didn't have the internet, so we were bored. <laughs> and and then at the end, they did make a makeshift flamethrower. And so it's just like you guys could have done this eight hours ago, and everything would have been fine, right? Just coax it out, wait for it to be like roll your little light ball down there, Sawyer. And when it rolls back, and this thing is lurking up on you, just torch that bastard. So I think the the best place for them to go ahead and do that would have been with the the mother, the Billings mother. Whenever she goes ahead and blows the thing up with a shit ton of shotgun, just was go ahead and just light it on fire right there. That's that wasn't his mother. That was his wife. Yeah, sorry, the wife. But you know, you've got the you got the creature laying there. Go ahead and throw some kerosene on it, or whatever. And that's kind of what I expected there too. I thought that there was going to be a bunch of like, let's get it with knives, let's light this fucker on fire, something like that. But she shot it once. She's like, "See, told you." I was like, you've never seen a horror movie before in your life, have you? (laughs) There's 0% chance that he's dead. Yeah. Well, 
I think that also, you know, minus the fact that I agree with you on that, I do think that did lead up into a really great scene to showcase that the monster apparently has some immense amount of strength behind it because it just rips her in mm-hmm. half. I'm like, oh, oh, shit. Yeah, this monster is legitimately scary. There's a lot of times I see monsters and either my thought is like, why would you stay and fight this thing? Where, you know, that's how I feel about demon movies when, you know, a demon is fucking with your house. I'd just be like, I, I'd move. <laughs> I'm I'm done. But or, or it's a monster where it's like Chucky, right? <laughs> where it's a doll. I'll throw the doll in the fire. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with it. Or Annabelle, right? Oh, no, evil doll. I'm going to toss you out in the roadway. But <laughs> this is one of those times where it seems like the monster will stalk you because it can go anywhere that there's not light. And it also is way, way too strong to deal with via conventional means. So I couldn't punch this monster in the face because it would just rip my arm off. So, yeah, in that way, it is a little bit scary. There's no there's no escaping it. I think when Sawyer, the, the the first time, and probably the time that the movie got me the hardest, is when Sawyer rolled that little light ball, which I didn't even know this yeah. was a thing. But whatever those light balls are, man, they seem fucking durable because you can just toss them all over the place. It's like a fucking Pokeball, but for light. But when she rolled it under her bed to see in that far corner and the thing was there, fuck, dude. I was like, oh, poop. (laughs) I will say, I don't think most therapists go to the point of making a kid piss their pants. So that was a weird scene for me when they were doing that therapy scene. I get that the kid was scared and there was a monster and the therapist didn't know it. But the kid was clearly in mega distress at that point. I would have stopped the experiment earlier again not a therapist so maybe that's actually common for kids to react in that way and you have to kind of push them well so i don't i don't know if you would push that kid to the point where they're in distress and they they you know piss themselves i think that you would stop it short of that and probably do several sessions of see the dark isn't that scary and whenever that doesn't work you're gonna change to something else man that's just, I don't know, that one to me seemed like it, they pushed that a little bit. Yeah, it seemed far. like they were just adding this extra layer of child cruelty to the movie that didn't need to be there. Yeah, like as if therapists, you know, don't have limits. Yeah. I also, but, it's been a long time since I've been a teenager, obviously, but I think they kind of nailed the vibe of teenagers in this did. movie with the kind of shitty way that most of Zadie's friends act towards her. And then the whole, you're the only person who likes you in this group is your old friend. Everybody else disdain, like her kind of like, I don't want to tell my dad anything because he's not going to listen to me. I know better. I'm going to do this on my own, etc. I will say this, and this is for all teenagers listening. First of all, I can't believe you're listening to this show above all others. There's got to be somebody more relevant for you guys to listen to. But hey, thanks. Second of all, if you're ever in a situation where you're home and you think you hear a noise, it is okay to take one of your earbuds out of your fucking ear. I promise you, you can in fact hear better with your earbuds out. So take your AirPods out, take your fucking whatever out. If you think you heard something in the house, even if you stop your music, pop one of those bitches out of your ear. It will help you find something. Also, because you're a teenager, you could call 911 and expect that people probably will respond. So go ahead and call 911 and tell them you think there's somebody in the house, you heard something, and then go investigate so that if you do get murdered, at least maybe they'll catch the guy. Hey, I've got the opposite take here. You know, just use the Appalachian, you know, method. If you think you heard it, no, you didn't. If you think you saw it, (laughs) no, you didn't. Just go ahead and go live your life. You know, if if a murderer shows up, you just tell them, 
hey, I don't see you, I don't hear you, and they'll leave you alone. Uh, just, okay? It drove me nuts in both of the movies we watched this week because we saw The Pope's Exorcist earlier this week, and we were talking about – or I was thinking to myself when – the teenage daughter was wandering around. I was like, take your headphones off. If you think you heard something, take your goddamn headphones off. And then in this one, she's like, Sawyer, hello, are you there? And I'm like, take an earbud out and maybe you will hear something. And I'm not trying to be a boomer here about like kids and their things. I'll listen to shit all day long. This is literally about survival. You don't want no, your senses. You're right. You're, right. <laughs> you, you are, you are 100% right. But as someone who has a 13-year-old in, in his house, when you ask him for stuff, he'll be like, Huh? And you'll be like, take your headphone out. Huh? Take your headphone out. Huh? I'm a... <laughs> oh, my God, King. He's got him on top of the cell. <laughs> He's going for the power bomb from the top. <laughs> I'm going to give him the people's elbow. <laughs> Shit. It's not even the people's elbow. It's this way. This is the autocrat's elbow. You're just one man <laughs> dropping it for all humanity. I do it willingly. I want to. I want to go back to what we were talking about earlier with the burn the monster mm-hmm. thing and I, I something something came up in my head you know that would have made the the movie really interesting because at that point in time you know you can go ahead and have their lives start getting better and then have the ending start playing earlier on the monster starts showing up again yeah or maybe they could start thinking like oh i see the same webbing elsewhere these same little weird cracks and stuff and this person must be going through some sort of grief or loss or tragedy and I need to show them how to get through it. And the whole family turns into almost pseudo-religious preachers about the value of moving on. <laughs> and they have to go find 200 other places to go. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say it. And they have to go find the Dial of Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's the next the next series. <laughs> oh, man. When we get around to doing some retro movies, we should just go through the Indiana Jones ones. Although, honestly, Dude, there's not that. that much for us to say there because we're going to be like, yeah, so Raiders of the Lost Ark was dope. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. We've been streaming Wasteland. Raiders of the Lost Ark is There you go. There's an episode within the episode right there. I, too, liked <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark. But I do think the, we, what made this movie really, really work is the whole undertone of guilt, right? I think the yes. allegory where it's you literally have to burn it to get rid of it is a little heavy-handed. I think that people grieve in different ways and – but and the the symbolism of letting go, you don't have to bop us right on the nose with it. I, I figured it out. I I got the metaphor without you having to be like, but look, the whole thing's on fire, including all the stuff, including mom's dress. You know, like I got it. I figured it out. Thank you, filmmakers. I know that not necessarily everybody would, but I think that most people would be able to deduce that's what's going on. But it is what turns this from what I would call unimaginative and uninteresting into a movie with something else in it. And that's what really works. And I think on a certain level, it's similar to old in the way that old's clever because the monster was existence, right? You can't escape time. And that's what M night was going for with that movie that just being alive on this beach turns your own life into the thing that will kill you, which is True for all of us. No matter what happens, at the end of the day, you die. Well, not at the end of the day. At the end of your life, you die. Hopefully, most of you don't die at the end of the day. It would explain some of our listener numbers, I guess. But I die every day, and then I'm just I, I revive in the morning. <laughs> but in this way, the monster is basically dark feelings, dark emotions, grief, loss, sadness, the dark side, if you will. And it means that this monster could reappear anytime, right? So Sadie and Sawyer, at some point, 
will more than likely have to lose their father because he is older than them and that's how time works. And so this monster would reappear and I guess now they know how to fight it. But other than the heavy-handed allegory, I do think that that underlying tone of trying to come to terms with something that seems so random and nonsense, right? You had a mom when she, when you went to school and you didn't when you got home because of a car crash. And it's yeah. not like she was running from the police after a bank robbery or anything like that. It's probably just straight up accident. Flashbacks. She she died and now we have to deal with that. And I appreciate that. Yeah, the the movie understood that we understood what it means when they say, "Hey, the mom mm-hmm. died." Yeah, we didn't need a whole bunch of explanation of that. Now, something I do find, my wife and I talked about, that we kind of had a problem with that took us out of the moment. When Sadie lights the the lighter and the light, the so throughout this, Sadie has been trying to contact her mom. Mom, pull the uh, flame to the left. Pull the flame to the left. She does that two times. And then she lights the lighter and suddenly the mom kind of helps out by light. And so I guess Sadie didn't light the lighter. Her mom lit the lighter for her or something like that because she was struggling. And my wife and I talked about it and she's like, it felt odd and it kind of took me out of the moment. And I was like, I can see it. I, I understand it. I can see it. I can understand it. Other than that, I don't think I really have too many issues with this movie. Yeah, it's, again, the the lighter thing is part of the on-the-nose bit, right? So yeah. the idea that even if you just have a little bit of somebody with you, you are able to move past or you're able to hold on to them. You don't have to have all of them with you and they don't even have to physically be there. That's, that's why in my will you're getting my pinky finger. Oh, uh, I'm going to throw that away. No, no, no. It's legally binding. You have to keep it like a rabbit. It's not foot. legally binding. I'll throw that shit away. It's legally it's Or legally Or else binding. what? I Got don't it. get the pinky finger? Oh, no. <laughs> Damn it. You, I'm you, sorry. You me I'm sorry. Ball. My legal stratagem was no. <laughs> I, didn't I, I learned I from our former president. If you tell the judge, <laughs> not everything will work out. <laughs> Damn it. I hope I, I thought I had you. Sorry, I'm. I you don't know this about me, but I'm actually a brilliant lawyer in my other job, my other 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 job. That's <laughs> why these it's why well, these podcasts sound exactly the way they do. I I just don't have time with all my lawyering to get around to being gooder. Hey, you know I'm glad that you spent some time with me to go ahead and do this <laughs> podcast. Now. I'm trying to actually get you to admit to crimes. We've been investigating you for a long time, Mister Ringo. Oh, okay. That's why if you look outside your your window, one two three Dos Ringo Street. Yeah, that's us. Oh, shit. Well, I didn't steal the Snickers also, when I was seven. when you were in the dark, we sent a monster in there. So, one thing that I thought... There are two things that I thought, both of which made me laugh. The web thingies that they that I've mentioned a couple times, whatever that stuff was that the boogeyman left in houses, I immediately was like, damn, we really love the Upside Down. And as soon as Stranger Things came out and we saw the Upside Down for the first time, I feel like half the horror movies that have come out since then, they were like, guys... Yeah, it's the Upside Down. We got it. We love that shit. But the other thing is, much like the Pope's Exorcist, I don't know why I was thinking about Westworld yesterday, but (laughs) when he was looking at that drawing and he didn't show it to us and it just lingered on Dr. Harper's face as he looked at the drawing that the guy brought, he's like, it doesn't look like anything to me. That's I was like, holy shit, that would be so funny. (laughs) He was like, you know, and then this guy's the fucking boogeyman. (laughs) I know you didn't kill your kids, Will, because I did. (laughs) That would be a that would be such a different movie, and I'm so Dude, here for it. I would have laughed so hard; it doesn't look like anything to me. I'd be like, "Damn it!" 
And the worst of it is that the reference is only really, it's already niche. It's only going to get nicher as time goes on. Yeah. I'm just glad I understand that reference. Yes. But yeah, otherwise, Boogeyman, I think it's a good movie overall. I'd recommend it. It reminds me of a movie that I watched last year or two years ago that I cannot remember the name of ever. I want to say it's Darkness Falls, but I don't know if that's the name. But that's a movie about a demon that can only exist in the dark as well. It was really creepy. This is a this is a fine Boogeyman movie. I think it is. If you're looking for a straight up monster slasher style horror movie, if you're looking for something closer to the wretched, then this actually isn't going to do it for you because this isn't a monster jumps out, gets you, eats your face and then runs away and goes after the next person type movie. This is a little bit slower of a burn. It's a little bit deeper than that. Not by much. I'm not saying it's, you know, fucking Citizen Kane or some shit, but overall I'd recommend it. I think six out of nine is perfect for this movie. Yeah. I believe that we rated this a 69, 69, yes, it's a 69, 69, 69, 69. Yeah, I, I agree. If we with, ever I think use that, a rating system, that should actually be our top score. <laughs> like, no, that, I'm fine with that. I, no, I we're, that. we're way too inconsistent. We actually don't say an actual rating for three quarters of the movies we watch. We just say, no, fuck this, or yeah, it was good. <laughs> but yeah, but to be fair, I think that if we come in and go, hey, this, okay, well, when we say the movie, you know, it's good. But when we say don't watch this, I think that that can be established as that's a fucking zero. <laughs> The movie is not Darkness Falls. That's a different movie that I saw about a ghost that lives in the dark. It's called Lights Out. That is the name of the movie. Oh, real quick. Something else that I really liked about the uh, the establishment of this monster was whenever it was consuming the ichor of Sadie. I don't know what else the hell. We're, we're I think it's supposed to be her essence, her soul. Okay. When, when it's standing over her and it ripped its mouth open to pull out another face. I was like, I have not seen that before. And I that's like the that. xenomorph. <laughs> was, uh, my yeah, thought yeah. was just like, Oh, aliens. That's still cool. So aliens in the upside <laughs> down. Get it. <laughs> also, I think that what you were talking about isn't threads. I think it's supposed to be mold. Oh, uh, it's supposed to be mold. Yeah. It doesn't, I don't know if it makes it any better. Honestly, yeah, it it's still the upside yeah. down. It's still the, yeah, upside the only down. thing they didn't really have was the floating bits, but they'll get yeah. there. Which, from my understanding, after watching this movie, America should have probably invaded every house that this thing's ever been in to go ahead and get the flammable material to go ahead and like turn into oil or something. <laughs> right, burn this thing for fuel. But yeah, that's that's my take on it. I think this movie is worth watching. Okay. All right. We've been streaming Wasteland. This has been The Boogeyman. You can find us on all the usual socials, the, the tweeters and the X's and the threads and the Facebook and the Nintendo's. You can also find this podcast on Spotify, you can find it on iTunes, you can find it on Stitcher, and probably anywhere else you find podcasts. I know we're on Amazon as well. So, yeah, thank you guys very much for listening. If there's any movies you want us to review, feel free to leave us a comment. Otherwise, say goodbye, Ringo. Bye, Ringo.